uh, well, you can uh, you can ask the uh, the proprietor of the inn about it, and uh, he says, "Oh, oh, yes, that was a that was a terrible tragedy. The poor girl's been missing all this time, probably dead, but uh, but one doesn't like to give up hope, does one?" Not. Where where would we find this farm? They're um they're about um about uh twenty minutes uh north of, of the town. So we have minutes here, but not if uh, if if you go out the western gate and uh turn to the right up the hills, uh you'll find them. They're the only farm there. All right, thank you. I guess we'll start heading that way. Ah, yeah, you can go. There is uh, when you when you leave the town. Yeah, there is a path that leads north, uh, and there are a couple of a couple of cottages and things out here. Uh, people who either didn't want to live in the town or weren't allowed to, or, or built up after the wall was built. Uh, but if you follow the path, you yeah, there's a about 20 or 30 minutes later, the trees have opened up, or have, uh, there are a few more trees than there were, but there's a, this lane comes to its end at a little, a little wooden gate and a hedgerow, and you can see a small cottage uh, beyond it. And not so much a farm as like a place with a fairly large garden, it looks like. Yes. Will you approach and knock on the door? Okay, uh, you do, and the uh, after a moment or so, the door is opened by uh, a young woman, maybe thirty or so. Um, she uh, she is dressed in typical farmer's wife attire with uh, the checked apron on, uh, and she looks. Looks very tired and bags under her eyes. She looks up at you. Can I help you? Uh, I'll step forward. Uh, forgive me. Uh, we saw the notice about your missing daughter and we're very moved by your plight and wanted to know if there's anything we could do to help. Uh, my family are all gifted trackers. Oh, uh, well, that's, um, that's, um, that's wonderful to hear. Uh, we had almost given up hope of anyone, anyone being able to help. Yes, uh, please, come in, come in. And she ushers you into this humble little cottage. Uh, yes, um, well, she, she went missing about a week ago, and... Uh, she was just she was just playing uh, in the forest as she does, and and didn't come home for supper that night. We've, Assuming she plays in the forest hope. a lot. Well, there, there's not there's not much to do here. She she she's a good girl. She'd done all of her chores, but she likes the forest, and and she she likes seeing the the animals and. And, uh, hmm. Um, where exactly in the woods does she typically like to play? Um, I'll, uh, let me fetch my husband. Willem! Uh, she calls out, and, uh, the, the back door of the place opens up, and a young man comes through, uh, dressed in. Kind of a heavy cloak. Not, no, not a cloak, but in his work clothes. He's got some mud on his boots and some dirt on his hands. He comes in and looks, looks somewhat surprised at this, this company gathered in his, in his house. I mean, he, he takes off his, uh, his hat. And these, uh, these people have said they're going to try to find our girl. Oh? Well, I, I, I don't know if uh, 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 
if you follow me, please come this way. And he uh, and he goes back outside to the back of the cottage. Follow him. Okay. He he closes the door, kind of looks back nervously. Look, I I I didn't want the wife to worry, but I, I don't think our girl is still alive. It's it's been a week, and I've I'm ready to. I'm ready to say that she's gone, but, but mother's not. Mother's not ready. She still holds out hope. But but I can show you where she where she would have been when she disappeared. Yeah. Um. We'll do what we can, and uh, if we find nothing, you know, you're no worse off. But if we find something, even if it's you know, not what you hope. It, it'll at least bring some closure for your wife and you. Yes, yes, that would be good. Um, yes, it's this way. And he, he leans. Uh, he had a he had a shovel. He'd been using, and he leans it against the the uh, post and heads off through the. There are more crops and things back here. Again, just like a really large garden. They probably grow vegetables to sell uh, in the town. Uh, I will actually ask if they have anything that belonged to the girl. Um, We have access to a a dog who might be able to uh, track her scent if we have something. Oh, well, um, yes, yes, I'll I'll get something. Uh, One moment. And he goes back into into the house and comes out a few moments later with a uh, with a scrap of cloth it has uh, flowers sewn into it uh, and it looks like a little bonnet and he he's holding it sort of reverently and and uh, and he holds it out holds it out to you she wore that often but she was not wearing it on the day she disappeared um, I would uh, when he would go inside, Mm-hmm. Um, that's when, uh, if I knew the coast was clear, um, if I knew I could get away with it, I would go ahead and change into the wolf. Um, but if not, then I would, uh, go around the corner or something like that to where I knew it was safe and change. You think, you think going around the corner is probably a good idea because if he comes back out and sees a very big wolf sitting there, he might freak out. Uh, but yeah, you can you can do that. You go around the side of the of the little cottage, and uh, yeah, you just yeah. you just think to yourself, and immediately you begin your form begins melting and reassembling itself into that of a wolf, which then has to struggle to get out of the clothes you were wearing. Mm-hmm. Well, too late. Um, yeah, I'll just go go for it. Well, yeah. if, I mean, if I watched him do that, I would go along with him and help him out of his clothes and then wad them up and put them into my pack. Okay. Yeah, yep. So there, uh, there is now Oliver the Wolf. Hello. <laughs> he seemed to growl. <laughs> well, then uh, the farmer comes back out. That's when he hands you the little bonnet. And I will sniff uh, of it. You come out and, okay, well, he, let's see. You probably he, don't he, want to scare him. He gasps and yelps a bit and, and, and runs runs to grab his shovel. Uh, it's all right, sir. It's all right, sir. He's he's perfectly safe. I raised him from a pup. That's a wolf, he's that is. He's only part wolf. He is uh, his, uh, he's a wolf-husky hybrid, actually. Well, mm-hmm. farmer looks rather dubiously at 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 Oliver, but uh, all right, if if you say so. Uh, around this, around these parts, wolves. Look, I don't want to put too too fine a face on it, but I'm I'm pretty sure wolves are what happened to my girl. We've we've had children disappear before. 
but any road she's uh it's it's this way and he leads you back up uh into the into the forest up into the hill a little bit there have been other disappearances well from time to time children go missing Mm. Uh, 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 adults as well how often I don't know, not very often. Uh, just, just, uh, if, if, if you don't live inside the walls, you, you have to deal with what's outside the walls. Mm. Mm. But about mm, 20 or 30 minutes later, he, uh, he comes out to a clearing. Uh, it's now... Eh, mid afternoon, uh, the sun is uh, the sun is still up, but there are shadows because of the the trees and everything. The sunlight doesn't reach the ground all the way. Uh, there is a in the middle of this clearing. Uh, it's overgrown a bit, uh, grass and some some uh, some small shrubs, but there's a large large stump about ten feet across and about three feet high in the middle of it. And uh, it's got a... It's almost like the middle of it is worn down, like a seat. She would come here a lot, and uh, it's a place that she liked, uh, as as did I when I was a boy. Uh, you sit sit there in the, in the seat and dream, and... While away the hours. Hmm. Do I see anything with my glasses? Um. Roll your perception, and, and Anthony, go ahead and roll your uh, perception plus your your smell if you're going to uh, use the bonnet to track. Three successes. Okay. Would I, um, because I, that was rolling for my glasses, I also have mm-hmm. um, predator tracking. Would I need to roll a different perception check to see if I saw any, like, wolf tracks or bear tracks or anything like that that looked like they'd destroy uh, the area? Roll wits plus survival. Okay. Uh, do I get, yeah, I get an extra die or is it nine again? Because it's... Uh, Specialty thing or not? I think it's nine again. Okay. But I got you three don't... on the first roll with my glasses. Okay. Well, you don't immediately see any signs of of predator tracks around. Uh, that obviously animals come through here, but you don't notice anything particular that leaps out at you. Uh, the glasses. Uh, there is a a faint. Uh, like a nimbus around this stump. It's not, you know, brilliant or anything. Just you get a sense that there's something a little weird about it. Okay. Cool, cool. There's no uh, trail going away if, like, magical aura light from that stump is there. No, not. Okay. Three successes. Okay. Um, uh, well, a couple of things happen. Uh, uh, Willem, the farmer, uh, says, uh, well, I'll, um, I'll, I'll leave you to it then. I'd, I'd better get back to Mother. Uh, she worries if I'm not around. Uh, please do let us know if you learn anything. And he nods at all of you, and, and he heads back down, down the path towards the house. And then, Oliver, you sniff her bonnet, and uh, you sniff around the stump. She was here many days ago. It's very, very faint, but you can smell just the slightest indication that the same little girl was here. But you also smell something very strong. Almost a rotten smell. Something very... It, you, you have nothing to compare it to. 
something very unpleasant. It's the olfactory equivalent of of nails on a chalkboard. And you actually snort and sniff a little bit and back away from it. Uh, Charlin says, okay, ask him what he saw or smelled. So, what do you smell, boy? What do you smell? Where is she? Don't she fell down the well? <laughs> um, I will start relaying the message to him of, uh, you know, what, the, what it smells like. And then I'm going to start. I'm going to try and track that that awful smell. I might, since that's, is that, which one would you say is stronger? That uh, Oh, that smell, definitely. Her smell okay. is very faint. Then I will try to track that one then. Uh, it uh, is centered on this stump. I also relay the weird uh, light I see around the, um, the stump. And I will use Mage Sight and see if I get anything. And a botch. <laughs> and the little uh, never. Yeah, there is absolutely nothing unusual about this stump at all. It's a yeah, it's a big news. It used to be a big tree, you think, but but uh, nothing there. I am going to try and turn on my uh, spirit ability and see if. I see anyone that may have seen something that we can't see. That makes sense. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll. Is it just, is this a kind of perception or how does it? How does it uh, it's occult plus wits plus primal urge. Uh, if I get uh, at least a success, I can see awake spirits. If I get uh, two or more successes, I can see dormant spirits. If I get four more successes, I can see asleep spirits. Uh, so roll. Hit it. Three successes. Okay. Um, you close your eyes and concentrate and then open your eyes and you see this clearing in the woods but painted in very different colors. Like, none of it is quite... You've done this in your own world or, well, a world similar to your own and things looked a certain way but here... Everything just looks a little more alive. Uh, and you sense that everything you see has a spirit attached to it. Every tree has some spirit. Every, every flower has some spirit attached to it. Most of them are so minor that you don't think you can even communicate with them. You think they're, they're barely really aware of themselves. But you do see a couple of more potent spirits floating around. Uh, and there is one, uh, as you look across the clearing, you see the sort of ghostly image of a magnificent stag. Now, this thing has a rack of antlers that just, you know, any redneck hunter would be, would be pleased to put this on his wall. And it is standing, um, you're observing all of you. Does it look like the stag I saw at the cabin many moons yeah. ago? Before we got sucked into parallel world? Or is this decidedly it, it different? Doesn't, it's, well, I, I mean, I don't know how well you can compare. The, it, it, it doesn't look unlike it, but you, you wouldn't go out on a limb and say that it's the same one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to walk up to it and go, hello. Of course you do. The direct approach. Well, it it looks... It, it doesn't shy away from you at all, but it looks, you think, surprised. And, uh... uh <laughs> and it, it sort of inclines its, its crowned head slightly in your direction. Um... How is Greetings. it that you see me? Well, I'm special. That's the only way I can explain it. I see things, and I talk to things. And, um... I'm from way uh, out of town. <laughs> you are a beastkin. I prefer the term werewolf. <laughs> the scent of the wolf is upon you. 
Mm, exactly. Beastkin is speciesist. Um, so uh, I, I'm wondering if you could uh, could help me out here. I, I'm looking for uh, a local little girl. Yay big. I do like a vague gesture of my hands of size and offer a description. Um, if she went running through the woods, she's been missing for about a week. Have you seen anything? Perhaps. That's a valid answer. Um, could you uh, help us out here? Do you know which way she what way she is? I'm gonna I'm gonna motion uh, the rest of them over and be like, "Meet my invisible dear no, friend." Once, once again, you all see Charlie standing there talking to nothing at all. <laughs> hmm. Good question. At this point, what will you give for my help? Oh shit! <laughs> <sighs> I'm mumbling under my breath. Well, I got a couple of sons. I'm not really thrilled about right now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, you do realize that we can't see the spirits, but we can't hear you, right? <laughs> oh yeah, one hundred percent. Olivia's not offended. He said sons. <laughs> um, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's not important. Uh, what what would you uh? Uh, you know, what would you, you like for your um, your assistance? How can we bargain? You want me to... He, he sort of... He sort of glances around at all of you. He, he, he glances a little more at Oliver in his wolf form. Uh, but uh, he comes back to you. At a time of my choosing... I will read you. Whoa, 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 buddy. That's a little too personal there. Please define that. Can you explain that? I will ride in your body. You are flesh. I am spirit. For uh, how long exactly? From sunrise to sunset. Uh, hold on one second. <laughs> I'm going to turn out of the group. Well, so there's a spirit deer here that you can't see, but I uh, might have some information <laughs> on um, where this girl is. <laughs> so, uh, unfortunately, uh, in exchange, he uh, wants to, at a day of his choosing, possess my body from sunrise to sunset. Your body, not any of ours, right? Right. <laughs> I know you're not seeing a problem here, but I just wanted to lay the facts out for the group, just in case I mean, you were concerned about dear old dad. He's a deer. He Li- might be literally dear old dad. Ha <laughs> yeah. It's okay, Dad. Uh, Charlie, uh, we'll look after you. We'll we'll feed you lots of grass. This seems like not a- the illegal kind, of course. I'm How does he assurance that he'll give you your body back? I mean... Or that he won't get you killed in the process. I feel like that should... That's a good point. I'm going to turn back to the deer. Are you going to return uh, my body in one piece, unharmed? <laughs> <laughs> I swear it. Mm. You are a seer uh, of spirits. You must know the laws. <laughs> I feel the strange urge to laugh maniacally, but uh, I don't know why. <sighs> um. All right, we 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 have a deal. As you say that. You feel a slight, almost like a tiny electric shock, uh, and the deer flickers just slightly, and then everything's back to normal. Very well. The girl you seek is under the, the base of the tree. 
She slept there seven moons ago. And she was taken. Oh, uh, did he say under the base of the tree? Yes. Under the base of the tree? Like, like buried, like in the dirt? Under the tree. Sounds like some fairy. Who took her? Goblins. I'm sorry, they're go- Charlie's going to sit down. <laughs> what? They're, what do you they're, they're So apparently there are goblins here. Also, apparently they took the girl and buried her under the base of the tree. Is she, is she buried Charlie, there? Or do they have like a house there? And she's still alive, maybe? Is a goblin any more ridiculous than a centaur? No... But yes. Centaurs are not ridiculous. They are noble creatures. They Goblins are. are vermin. So when you say under the tree, are they like underground with the goblins? They are in their realm, under the tree. Ask him how we get under the tree. Yeah, how, how do we get under the tree? Is there a way to get under the tree? Have you a sorcerer among you? Actually, now that you mention it. Hey, Jake. Yeah? Uh, yes, I will introduce Jake to my invisible dear friend. <laughs> dear friend? Yes. I will, I, will look, I will look like two feet to the left of where he's pointing and shake my hand and say, Hello? <laughs> This is my son, Jake. He's a wizard. This is your sorcerer. Yes, he is. Well, what what manner of invisible creature is this? Uh, It's a very large spirit deer. Like a stag? Stag, yeah. Okay. I will gesture towards uh, uh, Oliver. Uh, Padfoot, prongs. Prongs, padfoot. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> ah, there it is. <sighs> so, um, he's asking for our sorcerer. Uh, so I guess that's you? <laughs> I will look around a bit, yeah. Okay. I know three spells. Um, do you want me to, you know, chop at the sump with a burning axe? Or spend 12 hours brewing a healing potion? Or... Real I only know two useful spells. Well, Jake, you you know that the stump is completely non-magical. Yeah, I've I've studied the stump. I mean, there's nothing weird about it. Um. Okay, I'm gonna go over to the stump, like push it, touch it, Uh give it a shake. Does anything happen? Well, no, it's pretty solid. Like I said, it's about 10 feet across. I mean, it, it used to be a considerable tree. Uh, is this the tree that she's under? Yes. This is, this is the one? So the, our, our sorcerer says this tree is not magical. I would say I that he's not much a, of a sorcerer. I will pick up a stick off the ground and point it at the stump and yell, Aloha Mora. <laughs> Okay. See nothing. So uh, we seem to not be able to get into the stump. Should we dig under the stump? I guess you can say we're stumped. Oh my God! Slap your brother. And that's a, oh, what do I do? Yeah, that's a beat. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what it's like. Oh my god, that's what I'm like. <laughs> yes, yes. It's your turn to suffer now. <sighs> so it is your it is your desire to bring back this child from the goblin's lair. Yes. It is. Oh I didn't hear I will help you. Though. And he 
and he trots over, making no noise, of course, and to the rest of you, not anything, because you can't see him, but he, uh, he steps majestically over toward the stump. So and majestic. he bows his head down so that his antlers touch it. And, Charlie, you, you're aware of a sort of a flash of light and sound that go off. You may not pass into that realm. Um, so, uh, so he says we can go into their realm now. Uh, who wants to go first? Wait, how do we get back? <laughs> Good question. Screw it. I'm going for it. Retrace your steps. Okay, sure. I can uh, hold the gateway open until sun, the sun sets. We can have any way to tell time down there? I can't hear it. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to stop. Yeah, yeah. I, I. Uh, is there light down there? Does the sun penetrate? We'll be able to tell. I do not know. I have not been there. I'm wearing a watch. It's fine. I'll set a timer. Okay. <laughs> you can do that. Like, I'll make a rust. The, 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 the stag looks at your watch with great interest. Technology. Um, yeah, okay. So, so who said they were going first? I'll go. All right. Oliver just trots into the tree stump. Is, is that what Oliver does? Yes. All right. Yeah, you you sort of walk into it, and he disappears. Oh shit! Something's magical. And then I will uh, d dive into the area where he just disappeared from. Well, I can't let them uh, now. Jake disappears. Me, and I'm gonna also go. Okay. Yes, this is all bad life choices, but let's now. Let's... Now that we've gotten rid of them, let's talk. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> way, way to throw a curveball there. I, I somehow knew Charlie would be the last one to go. Well, <laughs> you're not wrong. Paranoia <laughs> runs deep. Uh, Charlie will carefully walk into the vicinity into which his three children have disappeared into the void. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, you, you walk sort of into this substantial stump, only it's not, and you get this weird feeling of passing through a gossamer curtain uh, and a brief sensation of falling, but uh, then you are standing in a and an underground sort of tunnel with dirt and tree roots coming out of it uh, and your three children are all standing there looking around and now looking at you. Thought you were going to desert us again. No, no. I just uh, was making sure the door was still open. Um, so... Where to? I, I look at Oliver. Smell anything? I will uh, smell the air. Do I smell uh, one direction that might be stronger than the other? Well, I'll, I mean, I'll give this to you. First of all, the smell of sort of rot and, and nastiness is very strong. But underneath it, yeah, you, you sense uh, a very faint strand of this little girl's scent. And it leads that way, uh, which is the only way out of this room. Uh, we'll go that way then. All right. The The tunnel is kind of small. It's about right about six feet high uh, and maybe about three feet in diameter. Uh, again, just a just an earthen tunnel. And there are you know, tree roots and only uh, moss and mold and things growing in it, but uh, it is pretty well trodden. There, the 
there's a definite floor where something has walked on it a lot. Uh, and you can follow it. There is uh, almost no light down here. It's not pitch dark, which you feel like it should be. But there's just a very, very faint luminescence coming from somewhere. But you follow I this thing for... I control my weapon, just so you know. Okay. Uh, okay, so Charlie's, Charlie's trapped. Uh, I'm going to pull what? out my hatchet at first. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been waiting for this. Uh, may I have a marching order, please? Oh, God. Uh, I, I guess it should be the same order we went in through, maybe? Yeah, uh, okay. Oliver, me, um... Olivia, Charlie? Olivia, Charlie. Very good. Um, it's actually not there. You don't run into any traps or anything like that. Uh, the tunnel twists and winds uh, a bit, and you travel for maybe only about five minutes or so. Are you attempting to be stealthy? Yes. Good. I don't know about everybody else. Everyone roll wits plus stealth. Wow, I have no stealth. And Most people really cool. don't. <laughs> I, have, I have stealth. I have a couple in stealth. See, do I get a bonus for being in the wolf form? Yeah, I get a success off of one die. I got a um, success. <laughs> I got two successes off of three die. Alright, um, Anthony, I would say you get uh, get a plus one. Rolls are pretty sneaky, Curtis. Yeah, yeah, everybody's moving along very quietly. Um, and you begin to hear some noises up ahead. Uh, they are uh, you think voices, but not human voices. Think you hear maybe some coarse laughter and and uh, shouting. Uh, there's also a very faint and rhythmic drum sound. Mm. Love that. I guess just keep creeping forward until we can see something. Alright, well, yeah, you, uh, you wind around and you are aware, or Oliver... Uh, you're aware that ahead of you there is a light, a definite light source. You think it's firelight. Uh, and it gets a little brighter. And this tunnel opens up into a fairly large cavern. Uh, maybe about the size of a church. You know, 50 feet high or so. Maybe 50 feet, 50 or 100 feet across. Um, and, um, uh, Okay, well, not wanting to... I, I wanted to avoid doing this, but it's easier than trying to describe it. Uh, if, if you have played Skyrim, uh, then uh, you see a lot of what look like Reekling. I have not played Skyrim. I have a okay. confession to make. Wow. You see, you see about, oh, I don't know, a few dozen creatures that are about... maybe about barely waist height to a human... They are uh, sort of skinny, uh, just sort of generally evil-looking, big bad-ear-looking things and big bulging eyes. Uh, you can see glistening teeth in all of them, uh, all wearing loincloths and, and other uh, bits, of, uh, bits of random apparel strewn about them. Uh, and there are torches set up at various places throughout this cavern, which give it the light. There's also a very uh, brightly burning fire in a pit uh, in the middle of this room. Uh, roll uh, Everyone roll perception as you sneak up mm -hmm. to it. Four successes. Oh, nice. One success. 
I have successes. Ooh. They were on main side, too. Through successes. Okay. All of you see uh, what I described. A big open room with a large fire in the middle. Uh, there is a what looks like a wooden or wicker or you know, some kind of it's not made of metal, but it's made of woven branches and things. A cage that is suspended not directly over the fire, but to the side of it. And as you look at Alan, when you see it, you, you immediately see uh, how it's set up. This cage can be swung over the fire so that it uh, so that whatever is in it will will be roasted. And inside it is a little girl about uh, eight or nine years old, you think. A little human girl. Uh, she, you can tell she is alive. She is, but v very faint. She is, you think, drifting in and out of consciousness. Uh, and there are, as I say, dozens of these creatures around uh, making a hubbub. Alan, you notice that there is one creature standing uh, apart and a little above the others, dressed in, oh, uh, more ornately than the others. Uh, lots of feathers, uh, a little, a small cap made of a, of a deer skin with some small antlers on it, uh, and with a, a stick that is, uh, and it's waving, waving the stick around. And there are other of these goblins beating on a couple of large drums, uh, like timpani. Hmm. So we burn it all at the ground, right? That's... Heal them all. Well, what had you decided to do? Uh, I think we've decided to use the goblins as a, um, a shadow army to uh, uh, overthrow... To force everyone to wear trousers. Yes, exactly. That is exactly and, where I'm headed. How was uh, I going and came back to hearing force everyone to wear trousers? And, and so, the most important conversation. Mm -hmm. So we're going to use the goblins uh, okay. and the little girl to set up like a shadow army and yeah. uh, she's going to be the shadow chancellor, and we'll use her as a political puppet to overthrow the current regime and yeah. set up uh, a nation of trousers. Hell yeah. Let's go. Let me I like it. it. Any arguments? Any complaints? League. So, that's, that's my plan. However, I am notorious for making bad plans, so you should probably not listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia and Charlie making planes together are also notorious for making bad plans. They got in that flamethrower. <laughs> it's not that they're bad plans. It's just that they're interesting plans. <laughs> no, they're terrible. Oh, how should we go about doing this? The same way we always do. Head first with no plane at all? Fuck it, wing it. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. I've got to get a bow and arrow because it could just be shooting. Actually, you know, it occurs to me that we're, we're on an alien world and we're just assuming that it's based on uh, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien fantasy tropes. Maybe... Maybe goblins aren't intrinsically evil, and it would be a bad thing to indiscriminately murder them. I'm just going to toss that a out there. Girl in a cage. There's literally a little girl in a cage to be put over a fire to be roasted. Yeah, I've but, done but she might deserve it. She might be the harbinger of, of doom in this world. Maybe they're saving the world by killing her. Maybe yeah. she killed a goblin. Maybe, maybe we should hear there are two sides to every story. All right, Charlie goes full lawyer mode out there. Uh, this is a both sides situation, I think. <laughs> well, well, now is your chance to decide how to do it. So, what is your plan? I think Jake mm -hmm. should approach the goblins with an offering of peace. Perhaps we can broker a lasting. <laughs> I say we trade um, 
see if they'll trade the little girl for Oliver. Look, hefty wolf meat versus little girl meat seems stringy. I'm listing. Um, <laughs> right, well, they're well, they're doing crazy talk. I'm going to try and sneak around the side uh, and get closer to the girl without being discovered. With your zero, so still? the guy, the guy with no yeah, stealth right. is going to. Not that I have no stealth. All right, I'm going to. Um, <laughs> You suggest that plan. And that's one of us that's your that's it. your one. <laughs> well, I'm really not built for this. I mean, you, yeah, I could I could use my three thousand EMT it, training. You could, uh, if you think about it, you don't know you don't have. As far as you know, you're like a fucking ninja. You don't you don't know. <laughs> the Dunning Kruger curve. <laughs> Um, I will motion, try to get Charlie's attention, and since he can understand me, and, and I'll just go, how about, you know, the, the stag said, you know, or, not the stag, her father was intimidated by, you know, me being a wolf. Why don't I go in there, lead the way with you by my side, and say so you come for the girl, and I'll just intimidate them. I... And then Jake and I can try and sneak around and get the little girl while y'all are doing that. You know, we've had worse ideas, so. Have you? Mm. Yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah probably, yeah. Our uh, uh, grandparents' house, and there were zombie people. <laughs> the fact that okay. there's just a split second before everyone's like, yes, yes, we can. <laughs> uh, Charlie, are you going to put on your fursuit? Or? Uh... No, I have a gun. <laughs> a gun? I have a pose I have opposable thumbs, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I was taking a sip of coke and I'm choking. <laughs> what, ready? This is called magic <laughs> missile. <laughs> oh my god, my chest. And high velocity freedom. Wow, okay. <laughs> Alright, yeah, well uh, someone someone start this plan. Okay, I'll uh, I'll I, walk up and uh, I will I will follow right behind my my brave okay. son. I will his... do a stealth check while they're doing that. Um, it's it's a little bit alarming how long it takes them to see you <laughs> because <laughs> you get you get almost up to this uh, chieftain shaman whatever he is uh, and and. Uh, Charlie, you actually have to growl a little bit in order to get their attention, and then suddenly, as he looks at you with some, it, it, the the features are humanoid, uh, but you have no idea what emotional content those features carry. But you think he's got a a, a uh, an expression of alarm and concern. Uh, his eyes get really wide, and the the drumming after a few be a few beats, the drumming stops, and all of the little uh, creatures stop shouting and hollering. Uh, okay, we have their attention. Um, hello! Do you... What is the language here? Common? I don't know. Uh, do you understand me? I'm sorry, the, what? The, the, chief, the chief seems to say. <laughs> He said, "Yeah, uh, well, two of, <laughs> two of the what? two of the more two of the more burly goblins, each probably weighing close to fifty pounds, uh, leap in front of their chieftain. Uh, they are brandishing uh, primitive uh, wooden and stone-tipped spears." Uh, I hi I I am Charlie. I am here to take the little girl. We don't have to resort to violence. I'm sure we can reach some agreement. Do we get uh, any kind of plus die to our stealth check? You 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 each get plus two to yourself, yes. Because Charlie mm -hmm. is uh, a big old target. Alan, so Alan, Alan, you may assume for this uh, for the sake of this that you have one out of self. Fuck yeah, I got five successes. Not Charlie, uh, Jake. Five. Let's okay. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Yeah, where do you want to go? Because these things aren't going to see you. Yeah, they I want to. I want to get the little girl's cage. Try and get her okay, out. Okay, yeah, you can you can make your way right up there. Uh, Jake, what do you do? Uh, let me roll. Because I'm actually up to three arc now. And I will spend a willpower, so I'll make it six. Mm -hmm. Good call, good call. 
That's Ooh. two. There we go. Okay, yeah. You you sort of glide around that where do you, oh, where are you going? What are you doing? Uh I'm uh, basically following Olivia. I think we're sneaking around the okay. edge to trying Very to get good. to in a position to rescue the girl if we need to. Or Well you're sneaking I'm, around the edge. She's she's dancing up there with her castanets and yodeling. Uh as she as she goes to the cage. Uh so yes, you, you both reach uh the cage. Uh the uh the goblin chieftain is uh glaring at you and continuing to uh to shout in this uncouth language of theirs, uh shouting at you. Uh is there like do I catch anything that makes any kind of sense? No, nothing remotely remotely like any language with which you're familiar. But we've got This is this is this is like angry chimps yelling. Okay. <laughs> um so I will try to do a very loud barking growl. Okay, uh roll your um manipulation plus intimidation and you may add two dice. Two successes. All right. Uh, yeah, he he stops. He stops his screeching and steps back a pace, uh, and every everything gets very silent. Uh, okay. Uh, Is there a lock on the one of the uh, one of one of the uh, guards in front also steps back, sort of between you and him. The other one stares, and you're looking at him just for a moment. You think to yourself. No, he's not going to do that. And it's like it's almost like he can't help himself, and he hurls his spear at Jake. Uh, the spear at goes Jake? at Jake. Uh, uh, now at Jay Oliver. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, at at Oliver, and the the spear goes wide and and hits the ground next to next to you, and then he looks kind of kind of crestfallen, like. It, whatever the goblin word for oh shit is it's probably what he says perfect I need to do something real quick I'm going to I already have my gun in my hand mm-hmm. um, who else is brandishing a weapon uh, if you look around there may be 20 of these things in this okay, cavern so... that, you can, that you can see None of them are really brandishing weapons. They, most of them seem to have weapons similar to that one. This goes hand-in-hand hand with my intimidation check. Um, okay. The big goblin other bodyguard has his weapon. He has it right? in his hands. Is it like he's, a he's, he's now, he, it's like, he looks over at the other one like, okay. <laughs> Is it like a spear? Yeah, it's a spear about, it's, it's about, yeah, like about a spear about three feet long. Okay, so I'm going to try a trick shot. <laughs> Ooh, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, nine again. Let's see. Uh, three. I'm going to try and shoot the tip of his spear off. <laughs> Are you Interesting. Uh, so, farms, marksmanship, <laughs> dexterity. Uh, you know, I'm gonna spend another willpower on this because it'll be worth it if this works. Uh, <laughs> Every time you do that, though, you roll like twelve dice and you crit fail. So, well, I'm gonna there say you go. that you're successes. Let's go. Six. Okay, I was gonna so, say you're minus three for the target, but it doesn't matter. You. It doesn't <laughs> matter. So yes, so. there is a there is a thunderous clap of noise. Uh, all of you have heard a gunshot before. Presumably the goblins have not, and uh, yeah, thunder itself has descended into their realm, and uh, the accompanying lightning has has struck the tip of this creature's spear away. Uh, it, okay, hold on, <laughs> hold on. As soon as that happens, this is what I say. Uh-huh. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. <laughs> See this? This is my boomstick. <laughs> it's nine <laughs> millimeter. I can hardly be to it. Glock. He already put uh, the, the meme on general. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shop smart. Shop smart. And now I will try okay. to intimidate them. 
<laughs> you got that? <laughs> roll, roll manipulation plus intimidation plus intimidation plus four. Oh, this is gonna be fantastic. Uh, plus four. Okay, so one success. Oh <laughs> my course. god! Of course, that's um, fine. That's fine. I got a success. I didn't completely go. Well, I will. I will just roll for the chieftain because they'll do whatever he does. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> His his eyes get really big, and he he sort of pulls back in a gesture with his hand raised, and then turns and runs full speed off into the the like to some hole in the side of the cavern. Uh, and at that point, all of the goblins start just dispersing very quickly. As soon as they start running, I'm going to try and get the cage open. Yeah, I will. Uh, you can do so pretty easily. It's it's uh it's just a crude like uh you know just a lock with like basically a stick shoved through the the uh the hasp. You can you can easily open it up. Uh, the little girl is uh is sort of lying there, uh, you know, very faint but definitely alive. And I will carry her since I probably have the stronger strength. Do a medicine check on her. Uh, okay, roll, uh, your, uh, wits plus medicine. Three, one success. One success, yeah. She's, she's not, uh, uh, her, her vital signs seem to be steady, not really very strong. She's, she's lost some blood. She's been, like, poked and cut a little bit, uh, bruised a little bit, but, uh, but it's, you think that she will recover, uh, you know, with some with some rest. So, getting her out of here would be a good good start. Yeah, we should uh, probably get out of here because didn't your dear friend say we had to get out before the sunset? <laughs> I, I think I think we'll be on time. This has been a, a quick negotiation. You, you say so. Yeah. You say so. Yeah, Charlie, you can. Here. Charlie, you can check your watch. It's only been about twenty. Minutes. You should have. <laughs> Doing a loot. Is there, um, uh, yeah, and Charlie will investigate. Is there anything interesting around here? Uh, yeah. Uh, let me let me roll that um, that investigation. Wits plus investigation. Can I do that too? Olivia just wants a bow and arrow. Ooh, successes. Um, there's really not anything. Uh, well, there's a few things that are fairly interesting, but not really anything. You think valuable or that you could easily carry away, uh, with the exception of the. Go ahead. I was going to say I'm going to look around with mage sight and see if anything like glows funny or anything. Okay, well I'll give you that. The same thing, same thing that Charlie sees. The staff that the that the uh, chieftain was brandishing, he dropped when he ran off. Uh, it is it is lying there on the on the ground. Uh, and it glows a little bit. You think you think there is something magical about it. Oh my god! And uh, Charlie, you think that's door. that's really the only thing there is in here? There are, as you look around investigating, there are holes, uh, little small tunnels in the wall, and different places that lead off different directions. But you know, it's might not be the best time to investigate them. Yeah, I don't. I don't... That's a terrible, probably, idea. Yeah. I think we should get the little girl out of here. Yep. Okay. All right, uh, you do. You, uh, uh, you've, you've got her in, in your arms, and you can carry her out. Uh, nothing interferes with you uh, as you're trying to leave. You get back to the, uh, the small dead-end room where you dropped in, and uh, there's, you know, you know, not sure where to go at this point. Hello, Mr. Deer Man? Can I push on the, the uh, wall, I guess? Yeah, can we just try and walk through? 
or just yes, slamming the you wall. Do, I don't know. You, 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 you can indeed, as you, as you press against uh, the far wall, it is immaterial, and you, you pass right through it. And in a somewhat disorienting fashion, you find yourself stepping through this uh, tree stump back into this glade. All right. Uh, do we level? <laughs> yes. <yeah>. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Um, we got the little girl. Uh, yeah, she's she's still unconscious. She's asleep, but um, yeah. To to hasten things along, you can take her back down to the uh the cottage, present her to her parents, who are overjoyed and and actually quite quite shocked uh, to find her alive but they uh her mother takes her and, and and puts her in bed and starts tending to her various injuries and uh the uh, the farmer uh, oh, I, I can't i can't believe it you've you've done it you found her uh, we're ever so grateful what what, what had happened to her was it was it wolves so uh, no it was uh Goblins, apparently. Goblins? Yeah, I wouldn't oh, play around that tree dear. stump anymore. The stump? Oh, I shall have to I shall have to tell I shall have to tell the mayor about that. She'll want to know. Perhaps they can bring a perhaps they can bring a priest and and, and, and sanctify it. Well I, I th we thank you so much for bringing our girl back to us. Uh, here, this is, um, and he goes off to a, a, uh, actually by the fireplace, he pulls one of the stones out of the wall no. and reach, reaches in and, uh, <laughs> brings out a, uh, little, uh, a small bundle uh, wrapped up and hands it to you. It's, um, it's all, it, it's all we have, but it's, uh, but, uh, but please take it without, without thanks. Lizzie is feeling guilty. She can't take all it. And is it a is it a hundred? Uh, it is a uh, it is a silver is piece, a silver coin, uh, with a uh, with a stag on it. Oh, so it's only one piece. Well, shoot. Yes. Uh, I hope that we can only take half. Um, hmm. I'm gonna back away from it. Yeah, I'm also gonna be like, mm, you know, see. I'm not gonna touch it. United is, uh... <laughs> yeah, the werewolves aren't gonna touch the silver. Oh um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That's funny. Damn it! <laughs> we, we, we cannot take your only treasure. I mean, if if it's only one. We have no means of making change, and it would be wrong of us to take all of this. Um, uh, no, no, it's it, it's 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 only fair. It's the it's the reward we offered. It didn't take us hardly any time. It's do you know? Just take care of your daughter. Uh, you should get her some trousers. Some trousers <laughs> would be great payment, actually. Uh, if you just buy your daughter some trousers so she can run away from those goblins next time they come for her, I will be perfectly happy with that as payment. I don't he, know if he, a wolf has ever face palmed, but I'm trying my best to face palm. Face, face palm. <laughs> well, he he stares at you somewhat dumbfounded, and well, if, if well, well, all right. Um, uh, well, I thank you, and and you have our friendship. And should you ever need yeah. anything, you you've only to. You've only to tell us. Of course, of course. And Olivia's gonna just say, y'all have a good one, and just dip and be like, oh my god. We just All of that, and you don't even get any money. No. Honestly, that's exactly how I played The Witcher 3. I could never accept money from people. <laughs> <I felt like. laughs> They're like, here's our one sack of flour for his payment for defeating the monster. And I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. I'll do it for free. <laughs> Okay, well, um, then you, uh, then you make your way back down to the, uh, to the town, 
And uh, it's only been yeah, like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Check see if there are more quests. Thank you for listening to another episode of Knoxville by Night, a World of Darkness playcast. We record weekly on Twitch, uh, which you can follow us along there. The description will be down below, along with all of our social media accounts, Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit. You can follow us along on Patreon as well, where you can follow us just for as low as $1. After that, you can see content that's exclusive to Patreon, behind-the-scenes moments, and character breakdowns. And in the future, we'll be doing some extra episodes in different game types. Uh, so you would want to follow us along there to get that exclusive content. Please leave a rating or review on wherever you listen to us. And as always, episodes are released weekly. Your players for this session have been Alan as Jake, Anthony as Oliver, Brooke as Olivia, and Stick as Charlie. Storyteller is Luke. The intro and outro is Wayfaring Stranger by Brian Mitchell. Thank you again and hope you all join us next session. So how far off do you think we've thrown Luke from what he had planned tonight? <laughs> I have faith in Luke that this was all part of the genius plan. He did. He, he did put the little missing girl on the uh, bulletin board. Yep. He, he chose See? to say that. See? It is, it is a cleverly laid trap in which we are the victims. We have been bamboozled by his bamboozling will. I really thought Palomides was going to be behind it and Olivia was going to be... Oh, no. Would Olivia will be once again uh, told why she just should stop dating people? I not dating expected, him, but being people. I, I expected to walk in here and find little girl like on a throne with the <laughs> goblins surrounding her. Yes. I always assume the children are evil. Making. I'm preparing myself mentally for my own.